When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know those stories about the sons and daughters of famous people? Well, that's not my story. I mean, I am the daughter of an Oscar-winning actress, yes, but my story is far crazier. My name is Layla, and I live in a huge mansion in Beverly Hills with my mother. It had always been just the two of us. I never knew my dad, and mom never spoke of him. I didn't have siblings, because mom said pregnancy ruined her perfect body once, and there was no way on earth she would let that happen again. But mom was delighted to have me. You see, I had my perks. I was a beautiful baby, so much that by the time I was three, mom had me cast hundreds of ads and made sure my face was everywhere. Magazines, TV commercials, formula, even diapers. But I didn't care much for it. On my fourth birthday, she woke me up saying we were late for a photo session. Mommy, I don't want any more photos. I want to watch Cinderella. It's my birthday. She rolled her eyes and tossed the CD aside. Cinderella is poor and filthy. You have nothing to learn from her. We did not watch Cinderella. But while mom was super proud that I had started my career so early, I just thought feeling lucky was a pretty crummy feeling. I was always tired and so bored. We were always traveling and mom only paid attention to me to explain how important beauty creams and lotions were. Once I asked her to read me a bedtime story and she laughed and tossed the book aside and said, Oh, sweetie, stories are for dumb, ugly kids. You need to know how much more important it is to start using this lotion early. I wasn't even five yet. Mom decided that I should be homeschooled since my schedule was tight and there was no room for school. But by the time I was just six years old, I started to try to learn about creams and beauty processes because when I didn't, mom stopped talking to me and ignored me. The first time I tried a DIY face mask, my mother was thrilled. She picked me up and swirled me saying, I knew you weren't dumb. I was so happy with her attention that by seven, I was practically a professional. I knew everything there was to know about beauty, and trust me, I knew a lot. Day creams, night creams, shower creams, astringent lotions, and flowers. So many flowers. We lived in a pretty big house, and mom and I had started cultivating all these flowers when I was eight. By the time I was 12, it was hard to distinguish which part was the greenhouse and which part was the rest of the house. We practically lived in a jungle. Mom loved flowers and was always talking about how pretty I would look because of them. You'll look like a flower too. I was so curious that I tried to add some flowers to my plate, and to be honest, it didn't taste bad. But mom wasn't the only one obsessed with beauty, and once she finally allowed me to go to school, I began to realize everyone was obsessed with beauty. Not only was I famous, but I was also a living encyclopedia of DIY beauty hacks. So obviously every girl wanted to be my friend. One day they all started to beg me to take them home. 
We'd love to see where you live. I was thrilled. I'd never had any friends over. But as soon as we got home, they ran to mom and said, Oh, MG, we thought we'd never see you. One of them actually said, Adopt me so I can be as pretty. My mother was delighted with my new friends. She turned to me and said, At least you're smart enough to be friends with the right kind of girls. Then she spent hours talking about flowers and beauty. Pretty soon I realized that I didn't have any real friends. Everyone just liked me so they could be beautiful. I talked about flowers at home. I talked about flowers at school. I was beginning to lose my mind. Luckily, around that time, mom took me to the Cannes Festival. That's when my entire life changed. We went to see an art exhibition of this famous artist and the paintings. That was a whole new world for me. And suddenly, I realized I wanted to do that. I wanted to paint flowers. I immediately signed up for art class at school. I became obsessed with it. A few years of practice and I was getting really good at it. It was my hiding place because my friends just wanted to drag me to the mall all the time. You're so lucky to have your mom. Mine doesn't understand anything about beauty or fashion. She lives in flip-flops. Oh gosh, don't even get me started on mine. She doesn't even know what a primer is. But now I started to care even less about fashion and that translated to my clothing quite quickly. One day, we were walking through Rodeo Drive and my mom looked uncomfortable. I was enjoying a greasy bagel. Honey, people are staring at you. So? You're not even wearing makeup. So? She stopped walking and looked at me desperately. You look ugly. I realized we were in front of the beauty salon. I sighed and we got in. It was still nice to share a moment with my mom from time to time. This was the only place where she was really happy. Layla, it's been so long since the last time you were here. The shop owner put on her glasses and scanned my face closely. Oh, that porcelain skin, no makeup at all and still perfect. It reminds me of your mom's younger days. My mom looked at her annoyed and didn't smile again throughout the entire day. I got the impression that something changed inside her after that. She became more obsessed with creams and lotions and makeup and fashion. And the day I said, I want to go to art school when I graduate, she snapped. That beautiful body of yours is not going to last forever, you know? Do you know how lucky you are to have inherited my genes? All your friends would kill to be in your place. Maybe I don't care about beauty or fashion. Maybe I don't care about your stupid creams. You seem to like my friends more than me, so why don't you throw me to the street and adopt them? Oh, honey, they are not even half as pretty as you are. I went to my art studio and continued to paint. Mom followed me and looked at all my pieces with disgust. There's no future in the art world, honey. You should take advantage of your beauty while it lasts. Like you did? It doesn't look like it worked. What are you talking about, you little brat? Look around you. How do you think I got all this? You really think you'll get all this with those stupid drawings? I don't care if I get all this. I never cared for any of this. All I ever wanted was to be with you. Mom rolled her eyes and said, Drama, drama, drama. I wasn't going to leave my dream aside, so I applied to every university in the country that had a good art program. My mom looked at my computer monitor from behind and said, I'm not paying for this nonsense. I don't need your money. My art will speak for me. I received acceptance letters from six different universities. High school was finally coming to an end and I would probably choose the one with more miles between it and my home. I felt invincible and free. But when I got home that afternoon, not only was my mom not there, but all my paintings were gone. I started panicking. I needed my work for university. I had over 50 pieces. Where the hell were they? My phone started to buzz with hundreds of messages. Your mom is so awesome. I didn't know your mom was such a gifted painter. Your mom rocks and emoticons everywhere. Mom? A painter? 
I saw a picture of my mother with all my paintings, and behind her, the place? National Museum of the Fine Arts. I jumped into an Uber and rushed there. There were photographers everywhere. There she is, it's her daughter! And blinded me with their flashes. I saw my mother waving at me and smiling. That witch! She came to me and said to the reporters, My beautiful daughter, isn't she beautiful? She's always there for me. For you? You stole my art! She stole my art! The flashes stopped for a moment and then my mother started laughing. Everyone laughed too and followed her back inside. You will not get away with this! But it was too late. I was alone. I went back home and directly to my now empty art studio. I got a message on my phone. It was a video of me shouting at reporters. It went viral in an instant. The very next day at school, everyone was looking at me like a freak. I heard their laughs and whispers. I went to the art room. It had been my refuge for years. Now I felt like an imposter. What's wrong, honey? I looked around and saw my art teacher. She must not have seen the video. Before I knew it, I had broken into tears. My mom stole all my art. I felt helpless. No, she didn't. I looked at her and she was smiling. She didn't steal these ones and I have you on video. What? I always film my students. It's for academic purposes. She handed me a tape with a smile. I looked at it for a moment. I was so angry I thought of taking it directly to the news. But then I thought of my mother. This would ruin her. This is your art, your life. Don't let anyone take that away from you. Fight for it. And so I did. I went to the news and gave them the tape and explained everything. And that too went viral. And it did ruin my mother. I didn't want to see her again, but I had no choice. I went home and saw her sitting in the dark. But that woman wasn't my mother. The container was the same, but her spirit was gone. I felt awful. She looked at me and said, You did the right thing. She had tears in her eyes. Huh? I got scared. What? You're leaving for college. You have your whole life ahead of you. I'm so proud of you, but I don't know how to live without you. I got scared. Oh, mom. I hugged her. I'm not going anywhere. I already decided to go to USC. It's 10 minutes away. Okay, yes, that was a lie. The night after she stole my work, I wanted to go as far away from her as possible. But then I realized I don't need to leave her to paint. I can do that from anywhere. I was happy on my first day of college. USC was huge. Some people knew who my mother was, but nobody knew me, and that was okay. A few months later, I did my first art exhibition, and it was a huge success. I sold all my paintings and my mom was there for me. She stole a few flashes, but I was happy to know that now we could share time without any makeup or fashion involved. Ugh, another day in this insufferable place. It's lunchtime, and I'm sitting alone at my usual spot in the cafeteria. The buzzing noise of other students fills the air like an obnoxious soundtrack. Great. I take a bite of my mediocre lunch, trying to ignore the stares. You see, I have these, well, crazy eyes. They change color and pattern depending on my emotions, making me a walking mood ring. I guess I'm like a living meme. The mockery of the century. Suddenly, my best friend, Hanako, slides into the seat across from me. This overly enthusiastic girl is the only one who can tolerate my sarcasm. And, well, my eyes. Kazumi, did you see the new meme about the doge to the moon thing? It's hilarious. I roll my eyes. If only they could send me to the moon and away from all this drama. Wow, Hanako. Such meme. Much originality. She giggles and shows me the meme on her phone. I'll admit it's pretty funny, but I'd rather not give her the satisfaction. You know, with your crazy eyes, you could become a meme too. Just think about it. My eyes flicker to a neon green with a lightning bolt pattern. Really, Hanako? 
As if I need more attention. Oh, I can see it now. Crazy Eyes Kazumi. The internet sensation who puts all other memes to shame. Suddenly, a paper ball hits the side of my head. I glance up to see Yuji smirking from a nearby table. Yuji, the popular guy who loves to make my life miserable. Hey, Crazy Eyes! Wanna show us some of your tricks? His friends laugh, and my eyes narrow, turning a fiery red with smoke patterns. I clench my fists, trying to hold back my anger. Just ignore them, Kazumi. They're not worth your time. Hanako reaches across the table, giving my hand a reassuring squeeze. Don't let them get to you, Kazumi. You're way cooler than them. <sighs> Thanks, Hanako. But sometimes I just wish I was normal. She looks at me with sympathy. I appreciate her concern, but I can't help feeling like a burden. Later, as I walk through the school hallways, I can't shake off the feeling that I'm being watched. I pause, glancing around. Suddenly, I spot a flashy girl with a camera in her hand, quickly snapping a picture of me. Hey, crazy eyes! You're gonna be famous soon. I frown, watching her hurry off. Why can't I just be left alone? Great. Another wannabe paparazzo. Can't wait for my inevitable rise to fame. When I reach my locker, I find a note taped to it. Meet me on the rooftop after school. I have something important to tell you. Oh, how original. A rooftop rendezvous. I can't wait to find out who my secret admirer is. My eyes shift to a deep blue with question mark patterns. I can't help but feel a mix of curiosity and annoyance. Just who could this mysterious note-leaver be? Might as well find out. If nothing else, it'll be a good laugh. The school day drags on, each class more tedious than the last. I can hardly wait for the final bell to ring. As it does, I quickly gather my things and head for the rooftop. The anticipation is killing me. Or maybe it's just indigestion from the cafeteria food. As I open the rooftop door, I'm greeted by a gentle breeze. And the sight of Yuto, the quiet guy who's always been somewhat of an enigma to me. My eyes shift to a pale pink with swirls, signaling my surprise and confusion. Hey, Kazumi, I've been waiting for you. Really? You're the one who left the note? What's the catch? <laughs> no catch. I just wanted to talk to you about your eyes. I cross my arms, not entirely convinced by his friendly demeanor. What about them? Are you here to make fun of me too? No, not at all. Actually, I wanted to tell you that I think they're amazing. My eyes widen, turning a bright yellow with star patterns. This was unexpected. Wait, you're serious? You don't think they're freakish? No way! I think your eyes make you unique and special. And I'm not the only one. There's a whole online community who would love to see them. What? Like some kind of crazy eye fetish group? <laughs> no, no! It's a group of people who celebrate unique abilities. Like yours. I think you'd fit right in. I can't help but crack a small smile. Maybe Yuto isn't as bad as I thought, but a part of me is still skeptical. So what? I just start posting pictures of my eyes online and suddenly I'm a star? Why not? You never know what could happen. Embrace your unique ability and show the world what you've got. I look out over the school grounds, thinking about his words. Could I really turn my so-called curse into something positive? The thought is both terrifying and exhilarating. Maybe it's time to stop hiding in the shadows. Let's see if the world is ready for Crazy Eyes Kazumi. With a newfound sense of determination, I look back at Yuto. All right, I'll give it a shot. But if I become a meme, it's on you.
We both laugh as we walk back into the school building, my eyes now a kaleidoscope of colors, reflecting my whirlwind of emotions. Little did I know, my life was about to take an unexpected turn. Over the next few weeks, Yuto helps me set up an online presence. We create profiles on various social media platforms and start posting pictures and videos of my eyes in action. It's a strange experience, but also kind of fun. Who knew there were so many hashtags for unique eyes? Slowly but surely, I start to gain followers. People are fascinated by my eyes, leaving comments ranging from amazing to are they even real? Wow, it's like I've discovered a whole new world of validation. My self-esteem has never been higher. Yuto just laughs and continues to encourage me. He's always there, helping me come up with new ideas and cheering me on. I have to admit, it's nice to have someone in my corner. One day, as we're scrolling through my latest posts, I notice a message from a talent agency. They want to represent me and help me turn my unique eyes into a brand. My eyes flash to a vibrant purple with exclamation points, reflecting my shock and excitement. Is this for real? They want me to become a model or something? Told you your eyes were amazing. This is just the beginning, Kazumi. The world is gonna love you. As much as I want to maintain my sarcastic facade, I can't help but feel a surge of happiness. Maybe my eyes really can bring something positive to my life. Well, I guess it's time to take the world by storm. One crazy-eyed selfie at a time. Together, Yuto and I dive headfirst into the world of modeling, endorsements, and even a TV appearance or two. It's surreal and chaotic, but also incredibly exciting. My life has become a whirlwind of photo shoots, interviews, and autographs. It's like I'm living in some kind of bizarre alternate reality. I went from being the outcast to the star attraction. Through it all, Yuto remains by my side, offering support and guidance. Our friendship grows stronger, and I find myself wondering if there might be something more between us. <sighs> Love and fame. It's like a cliched drama waiting to happen. But as my fame continues to rise, so does the pressure. I struggle to balance school, my personal life, and my newfound career. The constant attention and scrutiny wear on me, and I begin to feel trapped. I wanted to be accepted for my crazy eyes, but now it feels like they're all anyone sees. Is this really what I wanted? As I sit on the rooftop, reflecting on the whirlwind my life has become, Yuto finds me. A concerned look on his face. Kazumi, are you okay? You've been really quiet lately. I look at him, my eyes a stormy gray with raindrop patterns, revealing my inner turmoil. I don't know, Yuto. I thought fame would make me happy, but it just feels... overwhelming. He sits down beside me, offering a comforting presence. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. You've been through a lot. Just remember... You're more than just your crazy eyes. You're Kazumi, and that's what really matters. As his words sink in, my eyes slowly shift to a soft blue with a gentle wave pattern. Maybe there's more to me than just my eyes. And it's time to find out who I really am, beyond the fame and the memes. I couldn't believe my eyes. A hidden camera, right in my room. This couldn't be happening. Who installed it? And how did I not see it? Hi. My name's Susan, and you would never believe the story I'm about to tell you. I wouldn't believe it either, and to be honest, I still don't. I'll start by saying that ever since I was a kid, I've been considered weird. Yeah, my hobbies are not what you'd call ordinary. I used to watch videos about conspiracy theories. I believed in ghosts and the afterlife. 
I saw signs in everything. My friends and parents had gotten used to my peculiarities a long time ago. My mom and dad were more concerned that I was doing well in school and not hanging with shady people. My friends, on the other hand, appreciated my sense of humor and openness. And all was well until the night when I first noticed something strange. My friends and I were coming home from the movie theater, discussing the movie and making plans. Usually, we walk together to the same intersection, and then we go our separate ways home. We wished each other good night, exchanged jokes, and I turned onto my street. I was in a good mood. I walked past the houses and smiled to myself. But the smile disappeared from my face when I put my hand in my pocket to get my headphones. The pocket was empty. Oh, damn. I lost my headphones that my parents had given me for my birthday years ago. Maybe I dropped them on the way. <sighs> With a sigh, I headed back to the intersection, hoping that my headphones were still lying on the pavement somewhere. As I turned to the corner, however, I instantly forgot about losing them. My friends, who seemed to have gone home at the same time as I did, were standing at the same intersection where we said goodbye, arguing about something. I froze and opened my mouth to call out to my friends. Suddenly, Owen saw me. It's Susan, he yelled. The guy's faces changed and they started running away. I was still standing at the intersection, not really sure what was going on. I had no choice but to turn around and go home, giving up on my lost headphones. So, what was that all about? I asked this question in our shared chat room. What do you mean? Owen replied immediately. Don't make a fool out of me. I saw you at the intersection. You ran away as soon as you saw me. The chat was silent for about five minutes. I saw the guys were typing something, but they never sent it. I could bet that outside of the chat, they were discussing how to respond. You're making things up again, Susan. Finally wrote Tori. Did you watch your weird reptiloid videos all night again? The others responded with smiley faces. Oh, really? Of course, the best defense is offense. And actually, reptiloids do exist. I'll see how these geniuses laugh when the lizards take over the planet. I decided not to respond and toss the phone aside. And these are my best friends. I watched the notifications from the shared chat up on my phone all evening, but I didn't respond. Surely, they were making wisecracks about my imagination. But the strange things didn't stop there. In the morning on my way down to breakfast, I heard my parents talking, and I almost fell down the stairs. They clearly weren't ready for me to get up so early. What do we need to talk about? Dad asked. I never had time to read the message. I had a lot of work to do. John, you're being irresponsible about your role. Mom answered, We need to say that Anne Jacqueline is sick, and we need to visit her next week. That doesn't sound believable, to be honest. Well, what can I do? They told me to improvise, and I last acted in a school play about 20 years ago. What does it all mean? What kind of roles are they talking about? Meanwhile, my parents finished their strange conversation, and my mother shouted, Susan, breakfast is ready! I had to go downstairs and pretend I didn't hear anything. Of course, my appetite was out of the question. Thoughts swirled in my head, one more suspicious than the next. My friends obviously wanted to discuss something without me. This has never happened before. We always did everything together and had no secrets from each other. My parents were up to something too. 
and made up some crazy story about Aunt Jacqueline. Just so you understand, my Aunt Jacqueline is a very rich and very unpleasant person. Even on her deathbed, she wouldn't want to have poor people like us hanging around her. So, the story my parents were going to tell me was a total fail. But that's not what surprised me. They said to improvise. Who's they? Ugh, all this weirdness is worthy of the Shane Dawson channel. I'd love to jump to a conclusion or two, but I had absolutely no clue as to what was going on. I wanted to keep a closer eye on my parents' behavior, and I decided not to communicate with my friends at all for now. I was so offended by what they said. I was so angry that they made me look like a freak. So I'll let them hang out without me until they admit what they did was wrong. And they can explain their bizarre behavior. Well, for the next few days, my parents didn't raise any suspicions, as if they knew I was watching them closely. We usually spent Friday nights together. We'd have a nice dinner, and then we'd sit in front of the TV and watch a movie. We have a rule in our family. We take turns choosing a movie. One week it was mom, next week it was dad, and the week after, it was my turn. If it wasn't for this rule, I would have only survived family movie nights for a couple of months. My parents would usually pick some old movie, and I would almost fall asleep in the middle of it. But when it was my turn, we always had a great time. Well, at least I did. This Friday, I was out of luck. My mother, as usual, chose some old sob story. But this time, I didn't manage to get any sleep. The movie was called The Truman Show, and it was about a man who one day discovers that his whole life was a reality show. There were cameras everywhere. Every event in his life was directed by a genius producer, and the people, even those closest to him, are just actors playing parts. I forgot how to breathe. The credits were rolling on the screen, and I still couldn't get my thoughts together. Susan, is everything okay? Mom put her hand on my shoulder. Yeah. I stared at her. They said to improvise. Mom's words played in my head like a broken record, and my friends discussing something behind my back and then pretending it didn't happen. This couldn't be happening. Of course I couldn't sleep that night. Rolling from side to side, I tried to calm down and prove to myself that there was no reality show featuring me. It was a ridiculous idea. I could write a book with my wild imagination. I decided to bring my teddy bear Barney to bed. When I was a kid, he always helped me fall asleep quickly. But at some point, I decided that sleeping with a teddy bear at my age was stupid. Since then, Barney had settled on the shelf above my desk. I haven't picked him up for such a long time, and I wish I hadn't. Once I looked at his cute face, I screamed and dropped the toy on the floor. No way! As I took Barney into my hands again and looked closely, I felt my insides freeze. A hidden camera. It was installed in the right eye of my teddy bear. Who installed it? And what was it filming? Is my whole life a scripted show, like in that movie? My parents came running into the room. When my mom saw Barney in my arms, she gasped and stared at my dad. Why didn't you tell me the truth? I screamed. What do you mean? Dad looked at mom disapprovingly. Didn't you tell her everything? I should have, but I forgot. Susan, it's... You forgot? I threw the bear to the floor. 
forgot to tell me that my whole life is a stupid reality show, and you're complete strangers to me. How could you forget that? Honey, Dad said softly, don't be so dramatic. What's he talking about? What do you mean dramatic? Now I knew what that strange remark from Mom meant. My parents suggested we talk about this in the morning, over breakfast, without getting too emotional. They took Barney and cautiously left the room, clearly afraid of making me more angry. I was in shock. What was I supposed to do now? Where to go if everything around me isn't real? I grabbed my phone and opened the group chat room. My friends, for days now, have been trying in vain to work things out with me by sending me funny stickers and asking how I was doing and how long I was going to stay mad. Stay mad? I know everything! Despite the late hour, my message was immediately read by everyone in the chat room. Barry was the first to respond. I knew it was a stupid idea. Well, you should have thought of something different, Monica replied. Susan, we're sorry we tricked you. We had no other choice. Owen added a crying smiley face. I started typing, feeling tears well up in my eyes. What do you mean there was no other way out? My whole life is ruined. Now I don't know what's true and what's a lie. Who are my real friends and who are the actors who are paid to pretend to be my friends? Uh, Sue? You're obviously overreacting, Tori said. I felt like smashing the phone against the wall. Overreacting? My whole life is a freaking reality show, and I'm overacting? Susan, I don't really understand what you mean. Barry stepped in again. We just wanted to surprise you. I know those headphones were dare to you, but the ones we got you are mind-blowing. What other headphones? I was totally confused about what was going on, and then my friends, interrupting each other, began to tell me their vision of what was happening. As it turned out, they'd long noticed that my headphones were barely alive. Barry, Owen, Tori, and Monica decided to chip in and buy me the coolest new headphones. And to make sure I would use them, they decided to steal my old headphones. And that's what my friends did that day at the movie theater. I swear, Sue, you're gonna go crazy when you hear those basses, raved Owen. Wait a minute. You wrote that you knew everything. What did you mean by that? I didn't know what to answer, Tori. I didn't want to look any weirder than I was. Okay, this part of the story seemed pretty believable. But what the hell was up with the camera in my room? That's what my parents told me at breakfast. We installed hidden cameras a long time ago, Mom explained. There's more than one in the house, one per room. But don't worry, we only turn them on when the whole family goes on vacation. I should have told you about it, but I forgot. I got carried away. Actually, it's strange that you've only noticed them now, dear. Daddy frowned. How do you clean your room? Again, the best defense is a good offense. But what about the one sentence that scarred me so much? Our friends invited us to a spa hotel next week. To relax, to have fun, Mom said. We were embarrassed that we weren't taking you with us, and we didn't want you to think we were tired of you. To be honest, I still didn't fully believe their explanations. Too many coincidences, don't you think? Or maybe I am living in a reality show. But then, how do I know for sure? Please, share your opinion in the comments. And if you like my story, subscribe to our channel and like this video. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.